here we go. <laughs> so, welcome to the first episode of So Here's What Happened. Um, you're here with Nisha. I'm also the host of Speak On It, and I'm joined by my co-host. Carolyn. Hey, guys. Hey. So... Guys, just because this is our first episode, but we're also going to be, it's kind of special because we're going to be reviewing Avengers Infinity War, um, which just so many emotions and feelings and theories about that. But we kind of did want to give you guys a little introduction to what this podcast is about. So Carolyn and I are pretty much well known on Twitter for watching and reading a lot of things. (laughs) A lot. (laughs) Um, Sometimes. A lot. A lot. Sometimes I'm like, you'll recommend something to me and I'm like, okay, I'll get back to you. And then I think you'll, and then I'll recommend something to you. And I'm like, and then I ask you like uh, maybe two days later, did you watch it yet? What did you think? It's like, like, this is, this this is what we do. Watch TV. A lot, a lot, a lot. (laughs) Mm -hmm. A lot. So we thought what's the best way to kind of like talk about everything we've watched and read and like binge in a month and just do a monthly podcast. And we came up with, so here's what happened. I probably will say like, so this is what happened or what happened (laughs) was. was. (laughs) I'm pretty, what happened was that just seemed too complicated to make into a show title, but that'll be the alternate show title at some point. Um, But yeah, so we wanted to do this. I think I couldn't pick a better co-host, someone who's very well-read and well-versed in fandom and nerddom. So thank you, Carolyn, for joining me. Yeah. So now that we've gushed enough and told you guys a little bit about our new show, let's get into this episode. Um, Avengers Infinity War. (laughs) Yeah. Let's just let's just take a sigh. (laughs) Sigh. (laughs) Just. (laughs) All right. So what was your first thoughts? Oh, you mean overall? Yeah, let's do overall, because I kind of feel like we're going to dig into this a little deeper. But first thoughts, what did you think before? And then I guess first thoughts, what did you think afterwards, after you saw it? Before, I was nervous, um, because I had Mm -hmm. a theory for how it was going to play out. And I showed it, Mm -hmm. I I tweeted it to a couple people, and I was pretty close, but I was nervous because I was seeing everyone's reactions, but then also we all know we had, there was the whole thing about Cap possibly dying, and I I am not prepared, ready, or will ever be ready for Steve (laughs) Rogers to die, no. So just, none none of us us are, are. so just the thought of him and the Wakandans, I'm like, if anybody gotta die, let him die, but Steve and the Wakandans need to survive, so, but then I was seeing all the reactions on Twitter and it was I wasn't feeling anything but I remember I got to the cinema picked up my ticket sat in my seat and I was nervous I'm like why am I so nervous getting ready to watch this film I've never been nervous watching a film but this one I was like feeling butterflies in my stomach and I saw another another one of my Twitter buddies my friend Alana and we saw each other and I went to her and I'm like, I'm so nervous. I don't understand. And she was feeling the same way too. And my sister, she was laughing, but she was nervous too. So, so that was before. And then after, at the end, I was so pissed. And like, I tweeted out, I'm like, I hate Peter Quill with the fire of, with the fire of all the suns in the cosmos. And I still do. I've never liked that character. And by the end of Infinity War, I'm like, I loathe him. I can't stand him. Yeah, I was sad, like, with a lot of things that happened, but my overall impression is like, screw you, Peter, screw you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I would agree. I've definitely had that feeling of just, like, nervousness before. Like, it was just building up. Like, we've been waiting for this for 10 years, really. 10 years of buildup, and it's like, 
we've been waiting and we've been like speculating and we've been like predicting what was going to happen, who's going to die. And I feel like maybe a month ago I made peace with like, if he die, if Cap mm. dies, I, I will be okay. I'll, I'll be okay. And well, he didn't. And then it kind of, I kind of went in where like, as long as M'Baku doesn't die and all of Wakanda isn't torn apart, I'm good too. Yeah. So, and, M'Baku lived. That's good. Cap is also alive. But if I had to say if this movie met my expectations, I would say yes and no. Because I feel like everybody, I think a lot of people, because we're seeing split reviews from a lot of people on Twitter and just like, you know, the stupid New Yorker one about like, it, this movie doesn't stand alone on its own. Like, no, duh. There's like 10, pre- there's like 20 plus movies you gotta go watch if you wanna know every single thing. Like, I'm just so it's, dumb. Yeah, but it's like, it's it, a combination, as you said, of 10 years. Like, of course they're not gonna show everything from the beginning. Like, that makes no sense. That's like you're reading an anthology series, you get to, you, you start reading book 10, and then you're surprised, wait, who are these people? Like, go read the first nine. They're like, mm-hmm. and that's kind of like the thing. And then, I so like, like I said first off if y'all listen to this this podcast is going to be a, a spoiler mm-hmm. zone um we don't hold we don't bite back we don't no. hold our tongues we spoil everything and we will so be brutally honest. yeah yeah so we're like very honest come. we're, we're going to be also <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to be very brutal so just talking about like okay so everybody died except for the original Which Avengers was, yes just which was BS, because we know... Well, except for, hmm, except, for some of the, except for some of the Wakandans, because from what we saw, um, yeah. Mbaku and Okoye live. We don't know about Shuri, because the last time we saw her, she was in her lab. I'm pretty sure. But, I'm pretty confident in yeah, Shuri, I, and it's only because... Oh, no, because I, I have a theory. My sister and I were talking on the way home from the cinema. We have a theory for why that is. Um, but we can get back into that mm-hmm. later. But yeah, when I saw my sister, and we were like, my sister was like, is that, is that the original cast? I'm like... Pretty mm-hmm. much, which is BS. Yep, pretty much, pretty much all the original cast is alive, and it's not. I get it because you know there's gonna be that shot in part two, where it's all of them fighting together again, like they did the first time in Avengers well, One, like in the first Avengers but who movie. Who knows, right? Because none of the trailers for all of the one thing I will say mm-hmm. for them for this set of trailers, like everything we saw in the trailers, like ninety five percent of it was com- was was mm-hmm. co- all them were complete red herrings like only five percent of what we saw in the mm-hmm. trailers actually happened in the way we thought we thought it was going to happen so anything that we see for infinity yes. war part four i'm going to be like i ain't believing nothing you showing me exactly we can't and then we've known this for superhero movies for a long time now it's like you cannot trust the trailers you cannot try to piece the plot together because it can go anywhere and people can edit however they want i'd like it now more that studios are doing this because it's like when they did Batman v Superman and they basically told us the whole plot <laughs> before the movie like because they they literally edited everything in the plot of the movie and I'm like well I'm like this takes away you know the good yeah. parts like I like the like I like certain things but like you really took away like the stuff that you could have held like we didn't need to see Doomsday and similar to this one where we were like okay so we're gonna see Hulk running with everybody in the charge and then we find out like Bruce having some issues <laughs> with Hulk they not communicating on the same way I actually like, enjoy that and then oh yeah, I did enjoy that because Hulk ha- is becoming more. He does. I feel like he doesn't want to be like a tool, or maybe he's scared of Thanos. Maybe he's actually having a fear, and and Hulk has never had to be afraid of anybody. So it's like, oh shit, this is scary. Yeah. Um, 
But one quick thing before we go any deeper, I just gotta say two things. Fuck Star All Lord way. and fuck Vision and fuck Vision and Wanda. The two I'm of tired. that. Oh my I god. I was tired. I was listening. Both relationships no. were trash. <laughs> I felt nothing. I felt nothing from anybody's relationship. Like their motivation Mm-mm. to like their motivation to like, oh my god, you're not worth risking the entire humanity. I'm like, wait. This one robot man who's not even that good looking is is worth is worth risking half of humanity. Not even humanity. It's the universe. A lot of people were. I'm like, it's not just Earth. It was literally the universe, right? So like, when he snaps his the, the glove, mm-hmm. it affects yeah, the, the entire universe. universe. I'm like, bitch. I'm like, Wanda. Like the man is ready to die. Let him freaking go. Like, like no. I was like that had me so. I was in the cinema, and the thing is, the thing. Yep. And I'll be honest. I saw the cin- uh, the cinema I was with was predominantly white people. There were like there was a black couple sitting mm-hmm. next to my sister and I, and there were a couple. I think there's one black guy be- behind me, and I was like trying not to talk too much because here in Toronto, like a lot of these, be- depending on what cinema you're in, like the people are very reserved. They're like they're sitting. I'm like, but I was talking, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I was some stuff. I wish I was either in Scarborough where like it's like it's an experience to watch a film in the theater in the theater close to me or if it was home in Barbados because I can assure you I can assure you everyone would have been cussing and throughout the whole movie Uh and I was I was restraining myself so much because I could not believe I was like what the hell chick like Pick yep. the friggin' infinity stone yep. on his damn forehead like kiss him and say goodbye and let him go you've only known him like let me calm down I think calm down. <laughs> no, it's fine. Cause get it, get it out. Cause I'm angry at both relationships we were given in this movie. I was just like, if somebody's writing fan fiction of either of them, I'm just I'm tired. I used to actually like Star Lord too. I used to actually kind of like. Him. I'm like, okay, he's an. He, no, it's more like you know how people like Deadpool because he's an asshole. The thing is, to me, is that Deadpool it's, is entertaining. I don't find Peter Quill entertaining. And and the other thing is, oh no, he's not and entertaining. The thing is, is, Deadpool actually listens to suggestions. Mm-hmm. Quill doesn't listen to anyone, anybody, anyone, anybody, like, and that and that is what made me so tired of him. And I'm just like, you know what? Before I just thought like I enjoyed Guardians of the Galaxy just because like this is a fun time and everybody's an asshole. That's the whole brand. Like they're all kind of horrible people. Gamora's kind of just like not, maybe not the worst one in the no, whole well, bunch. She, with her experience, but, like you can understand and like stuff, but like yeah, exactly. But everybody else, like their their whole brand is like, we are not so good people that do good things occasionally. And like, yes, okay, I get that. But I am tired of man children mm. characters, and that is mm-hmm. Peter Quill to a T. Because here's my biggest issue: Why the hell were you talking shit to Thanos while while Mantis was doing all the work, struggling Girl. to keep him under? And then why wasn't you helping with the glove, bro? I mean, I get it. I get no, it because we don't get into it. We get to theories. I'm like, you don't deserve that. You don't deserve that righteous no. anger, Peter, because you promised. I was like, I was literally, I was literally in my head as I was leading up. True. I was like, don't you dare, because I knew I was like, don't you dare do it, Peter. Don't you? I was like, mm-hmm. don't you friggin' dare. Mm-hmm. I. And my sister, normally she was like making fun of me. She was like, shh. But when he did it, she was like, this is some bull. And I had to stop her. I was like, shush. But even she was like, this is some yep. bullshit. I'm like, what am I seeing? Yep. I'm like, I was like, that's why I was like, I was like, I hate him. I went from dislike to straight up hate for Peter Quill. Yeah. Like, mm. That, I mean, we could just, uh, we could have a whole, this whole episode could be us dragging Peter. 
fan just being upset because it's like yeah she he did promise and all that but we knew he wasn't gonna kill her like so that part for me i was just like i'm already past that part what i'm mad about is you weren't helping spider-man and iron man get the glove off you came up and you started talking mad shit asking where gamora was had you just gotten the glove back maybe you could have snapped your fingers which probably he couldn't because i got another theory about that glove you could have helped you could have revived gamora but point is your dumb ass is freaking out asking where you're you won't even call her your girlfriend and you freaking out and asking and acting all mad and everything i'm just like i'm so tired of this and i've seen it twice so i saw the movie twice um i I was thinking of seeing it tomorrow because i have some i was i have a couple ideas for some articles but girl Mm mm-hmm yeah, so now that we've kind of got our rage mm. out about Peter and and because I don't really have anything against Gamora. No, I kind of like her. She served her. She served her purses. I liked her in this episode. This is probably the most development mm-hmm. we've ever seen her get in any of the movies. Um, that being said, this was totally a Thanos and Gamora movie because. Um, the whole pacing was just very like the pay obviously with a movie with a cast this size the pacing is going to be yes. different we're not going to get the same story as we got with black panther or with any of the iron men and i hate that when people complain about movies like this they're upset because because they're like oh it just moved too fast and they didn't spend enough time here with this person and here with that person like it's a cast with like 20 people and you can't spend the amount of time we gave like peter parker and homecoming to like I guess rise to the occasion like and sometimes characters gonna feel like they're acting out of whack so I just feel like I'm kind of over people being like oh it doesn't make sense the pacing of the movie was off and da 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 and like just basically arguing for yeah. arguing sake about like why they didn't like it just say you didn't like it if you didn't like it but when there's actual valid reasons I've heard from people like why they didn't like it I'm like I, I totally get it um I'm just saying for me we'll talk about rankings later um but yeah, now that we've talked about Vision and Wanda and Peter, like the things we don't like. So yeah, let's go do that. Like, I'm, I feel like those are all the things I don't like about this movie. And it's only because they acted stupidly. So many stupid decisions. And I'll tell you where the first one started. Mm-hmm. The first bad decision was when um, Vision and Wanda were fighting the Dark Lords. Yeah, and um, it's not them. The Black Order. Yeah, the Black Order. Sorry, I don't oh, yeah. keep calling. I keep thinking of them as the Dark Lords in my head, but as the Black Order. I know it's Prox. Oh no, I know like one of their names is Prox yeah, Midnight. That's the that's female, the yeah. female looking yeah, one. The, other, mm-hmm. the the mistake. The and I think it is the, the apart from Peter and a couple other things. The most detrimental mistake was mm-hmm. um, Natasha not killing them. Where she oh said, God, "I'm yes. not going to kill like, you." And you let them go. I'm like, bitch, this is a war. How do you mean I'm not going to kill you? Like, these are the people who brought the who brought the Chitari. How are you going to let them go? And I'm like, those were his two strongest fighters. And you let them go. Yep. What the hell did you? I'm like, from then on, I'm like, Natasha can die. Because that was, oh. that was, that was literally, and I think Cap, Cap was there too, right? I'm like, why would you let them go? Why not at least capture them exactly. and try to like figure out what they're doing there? Like you see them fighting Wanda and Vision and you're going to mm. say, I'm not going to kill you. Why? Like so much shit could have been avoided yep. if they had killed them like right then and there. Because here's my thing. It's kind of like the uncanny valley. Like here's my, like, you know, why people kind of like, um, the more human something yeah. looks, the more likely people no. feel like um 
they don't really want to do it. They don't want to cause harm. Or like, or is it like you get different emotions the more people like something is? But that was dumb. Writer's part because that's something I should have done. Because first thing first, Natasha is a mercenary. She's a spy. Like killing people like that, especially when you see them fighting your two, your strongest fighters. You're gonna let them like even if you're not gonna Mm -hmm. kill them immediately, like capture them and try to figure out what they're doing there. Why? What do you want? Especially and they and the reason they're Mm -hmm. there is because they saw what happened in New York again. They saw this exactly because y'all had no problems killing in New York but you got a problem killing now I mean like I get I, I agree with you why didn't y'all try to capture them and then if they escaped then yeah, I can excuse but, it like, they but, didn't try that I'm like I, that, from that moment I was like I can see some BS coming on the line because to me that was the biggest plot hole mm-hmm. of the entire movie and that allowed everything that happened to happen at least mm-hmm. at least the way that it yep. did Yep. I mean, like, there's other things about that where it's just like, how did Cap know y'all was in Scotland? I or, like, think they he, met, oh, yeah, he, yeah, got, the he got the call. He got the yeah. call from. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. He got the call and he went looking for them, which is fine. I get that. It's just like, huh. Y'all really could have just like taken out two of these of the biggest threats had you just right killed them. There. But fine, okay. I'm gonna excuse it on the fact that like you said like they needed the plot to move forward, mm. and you know that maybe they're doing the whole like oh we're heroes we don't kill. I'm like y'all have Before. killed plenty. And, so like, and this is not... a war starting. This is yeah. like intergalactic levels war. Like yeah, no. Mm-hmm. We don't have time. We don't have time to pull punches. Like y'all can't be doing second chances and like Thor has the right idea Thor he knows so um real quick I pray that Valkyrie is still alive and I say that because she is and I say that because even Thor's like he killed half my people I'm like so Valkyrie must be with the other half cool I'm good um any did you have any feelings about Loki dying I hurt for Loki but what made me Mm -hmm. accept his death is how it went about because I remember when I first, and I had created my thread, when I first saw the first trailer where he was like, I give, and he was giving the Tesseract to, um, to Thanos. And mm-hmm. people were like, oh, Loki's a betrayer. And even then, I'm like, Loki, what are you doing? But then I thought about it. Loki has progressed so much. I figured, I immediately mm-hmm. thought he's doing it to sacrifice. He's doing it as to think that Thanos is going to spare his people if he gives him the Tesseract. Mm-hmm. So, like, I kind of knew that that was, I knew that that was going to happen, but it was so, but... It like his death was ennobled in a sense because he acknowledged that he was he's Odinson, right? And I and I went yeah. I, and for me yeah. that broke me. I was like, <laughs> and the way he looked at Thor and the way <laughs> Thor was looking at him, it was like, <sighs> I was like, yeah, oh, okay. I will say I always thought if Loki was gonna die, it was gonna be in a Thor movie. Um, I will say it. This is probably the best way for Loki yeah. to go if he's actually really dead and I say that actually really dead part because for all mm. we know Loki always got a trick up his sleeves but mm, I don't know I, he might be dead, dead. I, th- I knew he was gonna but the reason I don't think that he is dead is because of something that he said and when he called himself mm-hmm. Odinson and yeah. the way he was looking at Thor and when he mm-hmm. tried to stab um Thanos, I'm like Loki is a trickster himself. Like he is one yep. he, and he he anticipates people's movements long before they're gonna do it. Mm-hmm. I'm like he knew that Thanos was gonna take that knife from him. Cause like you know what I mean? Oh, so God, I'm like, yeah. I would not be surprised if he projected himself mm-hmm. somewhere else before he died he before he died. 
And I agree, because Loki does have that ability where he can, like, transport yeah. himself. Yeah, right? he does, yeah. Because we've seen yeah. it before. So I'm, the, I'm, in the, I'm in the camp of Loki is probably one of the ones who isn't really dead. Now, who is really dead? Heimdall. Rest <sighs> in peace. Um, it, it did, too, because I'm like, of course. The first one, one of the first ones to die, the this black is... man that we've, like, I, one of the first I black characters. Pissed. But you know Idris is happy. You know Idris is happy no, to be I done. My, my, my problem is, and, I, and, like, I was talking to someone about this, and, like, I have a problem with the way certain people's death was portrayed and it was shown, as in visually shot. I found they mm-hmm. held um, they held visuals for very long on certain people's death. Heimdall, we saw him get stabbed, and then they, mm-hmm. they held a shot where they the guy pulled the staff on his chest and to me I was like did you really need to show mm-hmm. that we you did, like we could have he could have been taught we could have seen Thor and, and Thanos talking and in the background we could have heard him pull the thing out yeah. of his chest we didn't need to see it. and for me I was like that set me up for a lot of shit that was gonna come and I'm like this is where I have a lot of my yeah. problems with this film because and I and I, and I, mm-hmm. and I told my sister you can tell when white people direct certain films to when people of color direct yeah. there's a vast difference to how death was portrayed in Black Panther to Infinity mm-hmm. War that's a good point right? that and is I true. was like so. Hmm. so a lot of things pissed me off about this film I'm like the like, and mm. we'll, get, we'll get into that somewhere, but yeah, yeah. So going from off of that, let's talk about our favorite parts. Yes. Do you have any favorite parts, or are you just no? Numb? I, I was some really the good parts. I, I will <laughs> say the visual effects were spectacular. Um, I didn't get to see an IMAX, oh, yeah. so an AVX, but like the visual effects were spectacular. I love um Bruce and that whole thing with Bruce and Hulk. Because it shows that yes. Hulk really isn't mindless, that he does make choices and he knows what he's doing. And he like and I, mm-hmm. and I, and I like that we're seeing Bruce interacting more with Hulk. Because mm-hmm. he's like addressing him, you know what I mean? Like they're like having that conversation and I really yeah. enjoy that. And Thor, I love mm-hmm. Thor. I'm like Chris Hemsworth is the goal. Like his progression as a character <laughs> from the first Thor movie to now, he's so fully embodied yes. and he's so fully fleshed out and he knows who he is as an individual. And like he was able to show mm-hmm. his emotions. And I'm like, yes, you're angry and you're sad. And when he was like, I have nothing left to lose, I'm like, you know what? It's a sad thing, but I'm like, that's who that character is. He is like, I will fight to the mm-hmm. bitter end. And right, yes. so and I and I really, so I love his progression. And who else? And I like, I really like Okoye. We didn't get much of her, but yes, the but looks, the night girl there does such a good <laughs> job with her 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 expressions. And when I saw there's mm-hmm. a look where she looked at the Hulk when he was like trying to get up, that's that <laughs> killed me because there's a look that she does with Michonne that's almost exact same thing and I'm like <laughs> but mm-hmm. I love those little those little moments of humor and the humor was really good. The humor Yes, I will agree. They did they did stuff in a lot of jokes in this one and I think it's because like we gotta make this light and funny because it's gonna get yeah. dark. Um which I think was appreciated for a lot of things like the quips I like them. Um, going just back to Thor real quick. So since Thor mm-hmm. Ragnarok, I have become like, yes, Thor is one of my favorites because he is just like, like we said, Chris Hemsworth is finally being allowed to show his acting ability yes. with this character after two movies that did okay in the box office. But really, we always be like, no, it's just, it always felt like Thor was being held yeah. back or he was being restricted. Like what Taiki, I'm going to mess up this man's Taika. name. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. This is this is why you're a great co-host. Um, um, what he did with Thor and Thor Ragnarok 
is I just felt like he did a great job of bringing all of the mythology of Asgard Mm -hmm. and finally showing that Thor has grown as a as a man he is no longer he's yes he does reckless things still but he does reckless things for the sake of others and to protect others like he knew he came up with the plan he he wasn't going old thor from like the first movie would have woken up and be like okay we gotta go fight thanos again but new mm-hmm. thor he got up he's like i know what i gotta do i gotta go to the dwarves i gotta go to that star i gotta get a new a hammer not a hammer gotta get a weapon that can kill thanos mm-hmm. I was like, look at Thor. Look at him coming up with plans. He proactive, coming up with plans and being a man of action and just like not being reckless and diving into like head first into a fight because he knew he wasn't strong enough, even though he's like embraced the full strength of his powers now. But he knows he doesn't he doesn't have the a power that can match Thanos on his own, which again, that's a big step for Thor to have mm-hmm. to acknowledge is that he is not the strongest there is as he is without a weapon that can harm yeah. Thanos. And I was just like, yeah, because what we saw in Thor Ragnarok, even when he like tapped into his full powers, hell, he couldn't even beat Hela. So it's just him being more aware of himself is very pleasing to see in the movies. Cause we're still seeing growth. Yeah. Um, throughout all these series. So I love that. Um, I loved seeing Tony be annoyed by other people that are like him. So Space Tony, a.k.a. Star-Lord, and Wizard Tony, a.k.a. Doctor Strange. So it was nice to see... It was nice to see him get a dose of his own medicine, especially more so with um, Peter, with Quill, because Quill reminds me of old Tony, of just like... God, you don't listen to anybody. You just like you just dive head first and you want to come up with a plan and you just you don't wanna take into effect like what somebody is telling you. And Peter and Mm-hmm. And I feel like in that moment Tony was thinking to himself internally, like, damn it, I used to be exactly. just like him. And whereas Doctor Strange is kinda like a more mature Tony, where it's like, yeah, he was very full of himself and he knows all the things. He's like, and yeah, he has the right to be because he has the time stone and he can travel through time. But it's more like those are two forms of the same, the same. They're two sides of the same coin, um, and they're clashing on things. But uh, one more thing I did like a lot. I I have more respect for Doctor Strange. Yes. Um. This movie. This movie makes me want to go watch Doctor uh, Strange again man. because I will watch it again for the visuals, but also because like you see that. I guess calling him Wizard Tony is a bit of an insult but i will say that dr strange would make watching dr strange now after watching infinity wars would be more enjoyable to me now and it's because like wow dr strange really is more confident in himself in this movie but he also is what's the word he just showed out like he just he showed he showcased his powers and he was able to kind of like um, take on the responsibility and he knew like what his purpose was so yeah and then of course yes going back to going back to Wakanda was my favorite part mm. um, just getting to see everybody even though it was a glimpse and even though like half the city is destroyed and you know just seeing Shuri talk to Banner and telling him like why didn't you <laughs> think about doing this that that did give me joy so like all the little shade from Shuri and Okoye gave me joy so but I need to know if everybody in Wakanda is okay like yeah, all of our faves um, but the thing is with um going back to Thor 
What I really appreciate about mm-hmm. Thor and what the Russo's, I think they learned from Taika is uh, showing mm-hmm. his intelligence because Thor is a very intelligent yes. person. And in the first three films, like we never, the first, yeah, the first three, yep. two or two films, which one? Thor Ragnarok was number three. So the first yeah. two films, we didn't get to see how smart mm-hmm. he is. Right, like as he said, he's fifteen hundred mm-hmm. years old. Like he's not an idiot. He learned things. Yeah. So like when and I, I like in in Thor Ragnarok, we got to see him express like he he talked about um theories and stuff. And I'm like he knows he he, mm-hmm. he he's a genius. And then in Infinity War, when he was able to understand Groot and Rocket was mm-hmm. and Rocket was like you understand? He's like yeah. They, like they they I think he said that um Groot's people like his his race they were a sect of people on his on Asgard and I think they were like I can't remember the term but I'm assuming they were like elders right oh yeah they said they um they taught it as an right. elective and I was like they finally and they finally referenced like Groot's people, actual yeah. people like race which I was just like I can't, I can't remember. remember but I have like to look it just up. like yeah but it was yeah. bad that they did that but it was because nice. it shows that he's intelligent and he and he and he's smart mm-hmm. right so I, I I want to see that in more of the films like I want to see him show his intelligence right so i really appreciated it and with strange i he was i liked him in in infinity war i did not like his attitude in um dr Mm -hmm. strange because he was arrogant he was a jerk and i didn't like him and this one he he was still arrogant in a sense in that he knew what he was capable of and he knew what he needed to do but he was more relatable Mm -hmm. he was more relaxed like i told someone i think benedict was that because benedict was more relaxed in the role, like he knew mm-hmm. who Doctor Strange was as a character, so he was able to to like relax into him more. So he wasn't stiff, and he wasn't mm-hmm. like you know like snobbish. Yes. He was like he was cracking jokes. Yeah, and, like, even the little thing where he the little scene he was talking with Wong, and they were talking about their favorite Ben and Jerry's ice cream. I'm like, I like this. I like yeah. this version of Doctor Strange. Yeah, I like him interacting. Him being more exactly, human, right? So yeah. I agree. Him. him being more human and not feeling like he has the weight of the world or like whatever. Because like I was never a big Doctor Strange fan. I've just always understood like yeah he's like he's like magic yeah. Tony and he's also a doctor so he is very yeah. very smart but I agree like in Doctor Strange he is very mm-hmm. full of himself but I do like the whole transition in that movie of him having to be humbled I'm very big on like characters being humbled because that's how you yeah. grow you're you can't like and speaking of being humbled Tony got humbled the hell out of him in that fight with, Th- oh, with yeah. Thanos like He's, he did well. He drew blood, but man, did he get humbled when he got knocked the <laughs> hell out a few times. But <laughs> we're not going to go into all that. We kind of like to have touched on it. But yeah. Oh, and then like you said, of course, like the whole seeing Hulk actually have a personality like we saw him on um, Thor Ragnarok. I like that they didn't yeah. erase that. I like that. I like that we are still knowing that Hulk has a personality and he has his own identity separate from Banner. And I think it's important that people understand that because I think it's always been said that it's not that Bruce becomes the Hulk. It's that the Hulk is this thing inside Mm -hmm. of him and it comes out like he's just the host of it. And I think people oh, it's like when people talk about is Bruce Wayne Batman or is Batman Bruce Wayne, where it's like you separate Hulk and Banner completely because they're they have their own identities and I like that we didn't like Hulk didn't get erased even though I did want to see him fight although we know if Hulk and Thor teamed up it would have been over I'm pretty confident that if they had worked together 
they could have done some damage. Being prepared yeah. now after they after the ship was ambushed, I think they could have taken Thanos. I, um, but I do we have know. a problem with, with the fight with Thanos in that I think I think Hulk got beat way too quick. That fight should yes, have been way more did. brutal that than just, it was, and it should have been way longer. Yeah. Well, it could have been at least I think it could have been at least a full two minutes of fight scene, but it could have been way more brutal than what we saw. It, when I saw it, I was like, that was quick, mm-hmm. right? Oh. Yeah, and it's and I don't know if it's because we're supposed to accept that Thanos is this well trained, um, warrior who can who is like who like I just I just I get it that Thanos is supposed to be like this very like killing machine who like is in control of his body, whereas the Hulk is like this raging like. not murderous all the time but like just this raging ball of fury that cannot be stopped because like but that's what he is in like the cartoons and the comics were like if you let the hulk rage out like let him he doesn't he doesn't have a max he keeps going like he keep he there is no there is no limit to hulk in his strength in his fury if he is really mad he just gets getting stronger till he just like like, i'm tired now i'm done Yeah, and then like when he chooses when exactly. he's done, so it's kind of like yeah. Um, but what was it? Oh, last thing I didn't like, and then we'll move on to the next section. If we or we'll see if you don't mm-hmm. have anything else, um, then we'll move on to the next section. Um, I did not like how Thanos was portrayed as, <sighs> and I only say this as I don't like I don't like the idea of them making us sympathize. I with don't a mass sympathize murderer. with him at all because all I saw, and this is where yeah. I said this was my biggest problem with this film. And with the MCU, and it's mm-hmm. a trend that I've noticed. I did not sympathize with Thanos because he's he's freaking Hitler. He's Hitler, yes, but that's and the I'm thing. Like, it's like his it's... reasoning that like, I was mm-hmm. explaining on Twitter. I'm like, he's not sympathetic. Like the best villain yes. is one that you can sympathize with, or the one that you can see where they're coming from, right? Like with Killmonger, mm-hmm. this is why I will maintain. I don't care what the fanboys say. Yes. Killmonger yes. is a better villain, known because he's more well written, mm-hmm. but because his idea, his his train, his train of thought, I got. And I said it was because it's related to the yes. black diaspora. As a black person, I could see where he's yes. coming from because. I, it kind of makes sense, but he's still a jerk, and his ideology was screwed because, like, you can't justify killing mm-hmm. a whole lot of people to, like, you know, that's not how it works. With Thanos, to me, his justification wasn't enough. He's like, okay, because uh, he, he, he yes. from the beginning, he was determining, he put himself in God position of, I think yeah. the way to save my planet is to kill off half the population. And see, I was right. But, bitch, you don't know that. You don't know what could have happened. Like, they could have, you, you don't, you don't know, know that. Which is what um, Gomorrah said. Gomorrah said, you don't know what could have happened. You, you, you became executioner mm-hmm. because you thought that that's what you were doing. I'm like, you are not sympathetic because you're an asshole. I don't really care. But I'm like, that's what yes. you are. I'm like, you're, you're, you're a, you're a friggin' Hitler blown up to proportions and died purple. And I'm like, no, like, I, I can't stand those kind of, and like, and I, I know someone yeah, say, oh, it's because- a show, but I'm like, the way it's, it's entertainment, but you need to be careful with how you're portraying certain things, especially when it comes to genocide mm-hmm. and ethnic cleansing, because that's what he was talking about. And I'm like, yes, no, it I'm was. like, which, and I'm like, and then like, whew. The part that really got me with him is when he, the whole thing about sacrifice a soul that you love to get a soul soon, and he killed Gamora. I'm like, bitch, no. Ooh. You should have sacrificed yourself and come back. Because I felt if he had killed, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, if he had thrown himself off the precipice, he would have probably come back. Because yep. I'm like, the one thing you love most is yourself. You don't love, he did not, anyone that, like, that's a, typi- that's a typical abuser tactic right there. I beat mm-hmm. you, I love you, but you made mm-hmm. me do it. 
I do this to you because I love you. I'm killing you because I love you. I'm screwed this shit because I was ready to leave at that point in time. I had my sister had to hold my hand because it was yep. actually gonna. It was actually gonna leave. I was like, nah, nah, dry because that's shit Mm-mm. that men do to women all the time. Yes. I'm like, yep. and, and then I'm like, no, no. I'm like that. That crap mm-hmm. didn't fly with me. And I'm like, whoever. I'm like, the Rousseaus need to go and have a sit down with some women. For sure, cause like mm-hmm. that that was not okay to me at all. I'm yeah. like, no, he could have he could have sacrificed. Mm-hmm. Like she, I'm like, nope. Which is also why nope. I'm at. Which I is also don't... why I'm so angry at Peter because his weakness yep. put her in that position. And Absolutely. I'm like, she, I'm like, that's why Absolutely. I'm like the men, the male characters in this film. A lot of them were extremely weak. And they're not well written. Mm-hmm. And like, no, Thanos is like Peter's weak as hell. Mm-hmm. Mm, girl, no, that that pissed me I off. Just, I was like, no, no. And then, oh yeah, you're not alone. And then because, they focus, and oh, then sorry, they ahead. focus, and that's why I was saying my other problem with this film, with this film, is how they portrayed a lot of deaths. They focused the film, the camera, right on her, and they held it really long. I'm like, yep. why are you showing me her broken body on the ground? Why? Yeah, this isn't triggering for anybody. I mean, I don't know if it's triggering, yeah, but you know what I mean. Like, like, we don't need to. You, be, be stuck like, on you didn't it. like. You didn't. They didn't need to hold the shot. We know she's dead. Two yep. seconds and that's it. But you, they held it sustained. I'm like, why? To show what we know she's dead. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we basically are on the same page with that one because here's the thing: I don't like when they want me to sympathize. And I say this because, like, when you, like you said, I didn't sympathize with them either. But you can That's tell that they want mm-hmm. the masses, the audience. They want the audience to sympathize with them. Like, oh, he's doing it because he's trying no. to save the world. Like, but like, y'all, are y'all realizing that he did this? It, he didn't just do this to Titan. He didn't just do he this to, to his the home universe. planet. It's the entire like, universe. He did it to the universe. He that's how that's how he got exactly. Gamora. Like, he killed half the people on the planet and then left. That's what he does. He kills half the people and then leaves and goes to another one. And like, his whole reasoning is like, well, this way the children who are born from this point on can live but i'm like but you had to kill millions of people in order to do this instead why not put your resources towards them. making more food i'm, thank you. I'm like make you got this gauntlet that can get rid of half the universe how about you help expand the universe maybe how about you help Exp- crops make a planet help, bigger like, you could pr- make produce crops like you like your whole yep. thing is instead of you creating can, your destruction mm. like you're you're like no mm. Right. I want to talk to Thanos now, and I just want to be like, so instead of killing everybody, what if you made double right, everything? Thank you. Help them with resources. Just double like, everything. No, right. Mm. Mm-hmm. But you know, he's it's just easier to kill people. Yeah, just kill everybody. But and then the other part is, I like the story of Thanos where he is just killing people for the sake of wooing and like and for, for <laughs> like, yes, in the MC. Yeah, because and the funny thing about it is, Lady Death could give a damn. She don't like mm. him like that. Like, she prefers Deadpool. And I think that's the funniest thing. It's like, you trying to do all this and kill all these people for this woman who don't even want you. That's the funny thing. I would have I loved that. And for that split second that we saw, um, well, we know that it is now Red Skull, which, by the way, I am right. I have been right for the last 10 years. I have always said that Red Skull was mm, not well, dead. No, yeah, because we never saw him dead. It's a standard MCU thing. Is like, if we don't see them die, they end up, which is why I think Killmonger mm-hmm. is alive. I just need to know where he is. Yep. Probably is. In the sea where Namo, Namor will find him. And you know, maybe that'll be the way they open up that. I don't know. There's a whole bunch of yeah. ways that can go. But yeah, now that we've gotten that finally out about Thanos. Mm. Ooh. Girl. 
that just really so that, much. that hurts like, me. Mm. It bothered me, and it's like it's because like yeah, he's still threatening, and everybody's still fearing him. But like, don't try to make me sympathize. It's like on because man of, in the high I, castle. I, I, I wonder if they were trying to do the whole thing with um. Jacob and Isaac from the Bible, where God asked Jacob to sacrifice Isaac. Mm-hmm. But the difference is, is that the oh difference is, is that God yeah. asked him, mm-hmm. and he and he, and and yes, Jacob was going to sacrifice Isaac. But the thing is, is like mm-hmm. he didn't say he didn't. He the thing is, is Jacob didn't say I'm doing this because I love you. He's like I'm doing this because I'm trusting mm-hmm. that something. You know what I mean? And even then, God provided a ram in the thicket. Mm-hmm. Right? He didn't kill him. Yeah. See, that that would make more sense. And I think maybe that was their whole thing for, like, the imagery of it. Because it, it wasn't like he just killed her. It's like, you take me to the... You took her to the That's mountaintop. That's what I'm saying. That's just, like, biblical references. You... And then, like, I guess you could say, like, this is the reverse situation. Where the angel, being technically a dark angel, Red Skull appears and tells him to go ahead and do it instead of intervening which is just like i know like it's emotional with that scene where like you see her fighting back and you see her like trying to do her best and then she was even going to kill herself i'm like that's what an abuser was so that's why i say they're they're trying to make it biblical thing but i'm like the reason there's a thing is because god provided an alternate Mm -hmm. sacrifice he gave the ram but then also the other person Mm -hmm. that you have there was a flipping nazi was another yep. man who was a yep. Nazi, who was all about ethnic cleansing. Who agrees? Who agrees with that who kind of ideology? I'm like, so you got two men who agree with abuse and murder and killing, sending a girl, a young woman, to her death for their own gain. I'm like, nah, screw this shit. Yep. I was literally, I was ready to get up and walk. I was like, mm, ooh, girl, that, yeah. that makes me like, so hot just thinking about it. I'm like, so I'm like, this is where a fundamental problem that the MCU has with women and how it treats mm-hmm. women. And that was a big, that oh, yeah. scene was a real, that was, mm, I was <laughs> mm. but yeah, yeah. going on. So, that just, that took a lot out of me. And it's Wait, not like, I can't hear emotionally, you. Oh, I was yeah. just like, well, damn it, we know you're going to die, girl. Like, we knew, like, I knew she was going to die when it's just like, when she was just alone with Thanos and everything, I'm like, well, you're going to die. I don't know when, I don't know how, I don't know if it's because you're going to rebel. But then when I we realize it's because of the soul stone, I'm like, oh, she's going to die for that stone. I, I got actually it. thought okay. the stone was inside of her. See, for a split I second, I think her. everybody kept on like the soul is inside of somebody. The soul is the soul stone is somewhere. But then I'm just like, no, I don't think she's too smart. I think to like ever have it on her person, unless like she never intended to go near Thanos I, again. That's why she was always so running from went, him, right? And but my so my yeah. other thing is, and so my other thing with with Gamora, and I'm like, I'm like, she was this sacrificial, and I'm in this film, and like because Peter failed yeah. her. She had she she wanted to kill herself and that was taken from her, right? And I hate that. Yep. I'm like, so she didn't even have her own yep. agency in how she died. She had to die the most painful, mm-hmm. terrifying death because two men, yep. the two most important men in her life, were trash. Yep, agreed. Even though, and then it's all in disguise of like yeah. love. Oh, Peter didn't kill her because it's he loved all her. All disguise nah, of love. Nah, bitch, you killed her, but you didn't kill her because you weak. Because if you you knew who Thanos, you knew he knew who Thanos was from the beginning because he knew Gamora told him, Nebula told him, Drax mm. kept telling him who Thanos was, and you you didn't do it. Yep. I'm like, you didn't even try. Like if he had the fire yep. gun, like if he was like at the last minute and pulled it away and it fell up and shot up, and it, I could understand that. 
right? I'm like, you, like he didn't yeah. even pull it. I'm like, you didn't even try, Peter. Like, you knew who this man is, and mm-hmm. then you want to you want to get it all freaking on me to get it all to pretend you're upset because Thanos did what you knew he would do. Like, nah, I, he was probably doing it because he mm-hmm. knew he was guilty and he was taking on Thanos. But I'm like, I, I don't got time for your shit, Peter. Like, you're trash, and I don't want to see you ever again. I probably might even watch the third Guardians movie because his ass might be in it. Like, no. Agreed, agreed. But yeah, so, whoo, just fuck Peter and fuck <laughs> Thanos for a while, for forever. Um, I'll wrap that part up by saying that. Oh, envision it and well, Wanda. And they, they kind um, of thing because Wanda at the end she realized and she was doing she, it. She was actively yeah. doing it. But she, she took, took forever. forever. She took forever. And how the hell is she holding off Thanos with one hand? That's. No, the, no, the thing is, is like I was doing a lot of research. I was doing some research like a while ago, from the moment she, um, this was like what year, last mm-hmm. year, and I was reading. If I'm like, she's supposed to be one of the most powerful beings in comic canon, right? And the problem why that's, that that scene may, may seem implausible is because they have not the MCU has not done enough to build up her powers to what they should be. So it's a lot of people they'll be like okay. a lot of people I'll be like, how is she as you say, how is she doing this? I'm like, because the writers have not given her the power that she has. Right? We they they, they haven't True. shown True. her they haven't shown her potential. And I'm like, so that's why mm-hmm. Okoye, when Okoye say, Why is she up there all the same? I'm like, I want to know too, Okoye. Her ass mm-hmm. has been on the ground, like helping hold back the people instead of that. You ain't doing nothing to help Sheree right now. Like go and fight. Right? But yeah. I, that as I said, that's a fault on the writers. And like they don't utilize their female characters very well. And Wanda is a big failing. Mm-hmm. And like her holding him back. I'm like, this is what she can do. Like she this is what she's capable of, and they should have been doing it from the beginning of the film, right? Right. Yeah. And I'm like, yep. You're so, right. Uh, I mean, but you know, they have a, a lot of studios have that problem. It's like with the Last Jedi, and we see Leia actually does have Jedi yeah. powers at the last. Like, I mean, like I, that was nice to see, but I'm like, where the hell was that in the last movie? But I get it, writing and everything, so it's fine. I'm not yeah. gonna dwell on it because I feel like we can rant all day <laughs> about like just how people portray powerful women and they don't let them have their yeah. full potential. But anywho's, let's talk about theories. Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> Theory number one for me, um, I feel like they are on track with what Doctor what Doctor Strange saw because he said he saw fourteen million whatever scenarios where they fought Thanos and they only won one time. So that one time has to include where Tony is alive still, because he knows they can't win without Tony mm. being alive. So it seemed like in that final fight with Doctor Strange, he was ready to let Thanos kill him. Who Tony? Um, as long be, no, let um let him kill himself. Like Doctor Strange was okay with dying because he didn't have the stone yeah. on him. But then the other part was he didn't tell Peter. He didn't. He didn't tell, tell any of them, and it was like, a smart move because it would have thrown off the plan. Yes. And like my theory from the beginning yes. was because I my sister, mm-hmm. um. She, for some reason, she went on a site and read a spoiler review. But I think the, the spoiler mm-hmm. review is wrong because she was wrong. <laughs> right? But she didn't tell mm-hmm. me what the theory was. She didn't tell me what was she think, but she was like, so I guessed. So she made me guess. She's like, okay, can you guess what happened, right? And so my, 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 my theory was, okay, everyone is going to bite the dust. I meant, like, everyone mm-hmm. was going to bite the dust. And, but what, and then in... Um, and then in part two, Infinity War part two, um, we would have mm-hmm. seen Doctor Strange 
going back in time, running loops, trying to figure out how mm. he was gonna fix how to fix the situation. And and then he was gonna he mm-hmm. was and then in one of those loops, the only way they could have won is if he went back to the eighties and found Carol Danvers and warned her about uh. what was gonna happen. Because um my whole thing is I think what they did with the Doctor Strange film is showing him going like go, working out situations and scenarios that that was the setup for us to mm-hmm. believe and see what he can do because if they did it suddenly in mm-hmm. like for instance in part um in in Infinity War Part Two if they just did it we we would be like ah can he but because they set it up in Doctor Strange film we could buy into it easier so mm-hmm. that was my theory and so then we would and then so then for Infinity War Part Four would be them finding um I said Infinity War Part Four but um Avengers Four it would be them finally taking the fight to Thanos because he's he I can remember ending mm. off with him on some planet with birds singing and looking at trees I'm like screw that but I'm thinking that that's, that was my theory mm-hmm. that they were all gonna die but in one of the scenarios he went back to the 80s to get Carol Danvers yeah okay I like that one I like that one for sure but I see we're both pretty much in agreement that like we know that Doctor Strange did not reveal reveal too much of the future to them because he knows Tony or somebody would have acted differently I think Tony so, would have really followed the well, plan but when you have like Peter because mm-hmm. Peter both Peters are so flipping impulsive he was like he was yeah. like nah I can't tell anyone and it makes sense which is smart which is smart because again I don't think I wouldn't even trust Tony with the future because Tony would try to alter it to save yeah, more probably, people yeah. or to make things happen differently and you only they only have one shot when he said it was the only way I'm like you're right we are in the end game it is the only way Tony has to be alive in order for them to stop Thanos which leads me to the next theory so the big speculation is who's going to die. Like, what what big Avenger character will die and stay dead? I don't know for sure. I'm not that confident in it actually being Tony just because all this talk about him and Pepper being married and having children. So, like, if he was to die in part two, I bet you she already mm-hmm. pregnant. But, and she'll, na- and she'll name the baby after, like, Tony Jr. But if he doesn't die, I think... It's going to, the whole point is, it's going to take Cap and Tony working together to, one, stop Thanos, and two, we know that when we saw Thanos snap his fingers with the glove, that, with the gauntlet, that, and then he came back, and then we see him, his arm, like, his arm is messed yeah. up, and then the glove is, the gauntlet is, like, basically almost concaving yeah. on itself, so it's like, it looks like it's about to fall apart, so it make it, we know that the gauntlet, can't not it cannot withhold the all power the stones, of all yeah. the stones at one time it cannot like it can't hold it for a long time because that that thing ain't healing and nope. its arm isn't healing so they probably got one more chance to use it at its full force to bring everybody back who died but not no normal human can withstand like because we saw with the power yeah. stone they've been telling us this for like years the power stone is too is too powerful for one man one normal being to use it but if you got Steve, the super soldier, you got maybe Tony or maybe Tony won't do it. Maybe Tony be the one figuring it out and how to like use it. And then maybe Thor. So would it be something if they killed all of the big, I count them as like the big three, like the first three major franchises in the MCU. But I feel like you can't kill all especially three of them. Like it just feels Especially um, because Thor, Thor is a yeah. demigod, right? So it's like... He already yeah. has that natural. He he withheld the power of a, of a star. He didn't die. The star didn't kill him. And I'm yeah. like, for me, if anything, I'm like that yes. power powered him up. I'm like, 
right so exactly so that's why i don't think it'll be thor thor will probably be too busy like taking care of thanos and if he listens to thanos like he did this time and he cuts off his head next time then Mm. but it's not only the i the reason why i would say wouldn't bite steve dying to is steve got punched and his head didn't cave in it did not cave in i'm like the dude survived yeah. a like, punch from Thanos, and he got he got back up with mm-hmm. a headache, but he got and back he up. Got back up. I'm like, I thought he was dead, but it was so, like his head should be because Loki's mm-hmm. head got Thor's head was they was was getting squeezed, squeezed. Like, and we like right. I'm like, and but my boy got because Thanos when he was like because you know we all saw that part yes. in the trailer where he was like pushing back, and even Thanos was like, "All right, excuse me," but when he got a like, punch. What the hell? And got back up. I'm like, yeah. Steve is actually stronger than we've seen. I believe Steve is stronger mm-hmm. than we know. Oh, yeah. Because, oh, yeah. Steve, is, like, we've never seen him probably at his no. full force. I mean, there was the helicopter scene but with him holding that helicopter. Then, like, there's like, been even, times. Even then, is like, I don't, I think the Roosters were, te- were test was testing. Because mm-hmm. in the other films, we've seen him fight against humans. Right? So, in that yes. scene, the Roosters mm-hmm. were kind of like, I think they were like, Pun, pun intended, flexing his their muscles to, to show he has the potential to do this. Yes. But now he take a punch mm-hmm. from, from Thanos and pop back up. I'm like, you know what, Steve? Yeah. If your yeah. ass dies in, in Infinity War Part 2, I'm going to be pissed because it showed that you are way stronger than you intend. And because on also, mm-hmm. remember in Guardians, in Guardians of the Galaxy, when Peter, like, because he's half God, he was like, yeah. but the power of every, all of them together is what harnessed the power and distributed mm-hmm. it. So I'm thinking if they did something like that similarly in Infinity, in Infinity War Part 2 mm-hmm. with the gauntlet, where if not necessarily, if they don't, if they can't make another gauntlet, because the dwarf is still, um, the dwarf is still there. Mm-hmm. If they can't make another gauntlet, if they did something where they're all holding the stones, but because they're, they're because you have, as you said, you have, you have, um, that's why I said killing Wanda was a cheap shot. Because she could probably have mm-hmm. harnessed that energy. Um, so you have Steve, yep. you have Thor, you have Doctor Strange, you have Tony. You need five, right? So, well, it's going to be they got to find a way to bring Doctor Strange back. So everything that kind of leads into like the whole issue of like, we know they're not dead, dead. And we know they're that planet, basically they're gonna get them off, we were like, <laughs> yeah, true, true. I'm like, and I don't want it, and I really don't want it to be that, like, the the ending that I would hate for Infinity War Part 2 is that Thanos fixes everything. That would be like, something. oh, I've seen the error yes. of my ways, nope. and, I, and I want my daughter back. I'm like, no, nope, nah, I, I want you to die. die. I don't want you to die righteous death. I don't want you to learn anything. Because even Skull, when he was like, he's like, I've paid the price. And his price is to be in that position, yeah. and but he but he still believes mm-hmm. in it, right? Because he didn't try to say, you know what? I think you're going down the wrong path. So I think he still agreed with um with Thanos's um kind of mm-hmm. ideology. But he was like, this is the pan- this is the penance I must pay. But as you said, if they were to re- try to redeem him, I would be supremely pissed. I don't. Does it happen in the Dune? If it happens in the comics. I do not know, and I really need to. Steph, I will has been a great job of like just like yeah. talking about the comics and like this whole run. I need to go ahead and just read it, but at the same time, it's like you know when you read something in the comics and you really want to see it yeah. happen on the screen. I've been kind of like I decided after Infinity War Part Two, then I yeah. would read the comics and like go into like because they they could go this into into so many different territories, um, because we don't know where they're going. 
um, it's like, like, cause we're still talking about theories here. Um, the timeline in the MCU is everywhere. We, and like, I base everything now from this point on from like, from the point in civil war. So we know from civil war, um, Thor Ragnarok, we have no place time for but we know it happened before Infinity War. And then we know with like Spider-Man Homecoming, that happened a month after Civil War. And then Black Panther, we know that happened a week after I'm, Civil I'm War. I'm thinking Thor Ragnarok so, takes, in the, takes place in the two years after Civil War and mm-hmm. before Infinity War because yeah. that's why um, he, that's why Thor and Bruce didn't know that Vision and Wanda were gone. They didn't mm-hmm. know about... Um, you didn't know that Steve and Tony weren't talking, right? So I'm. It's, it yeah. takes so Thor Ragnarok covers that that two because the, yeah. and also because Black Panther picks up two years after, um, picks up immediately mm-hmm. after Civil War, right? So but yeah, hmm. it's like they don't. I mean, Thor has no idea who all these stranger yeah. people are, but he knows they fight yeah. on the same side. But to my like the point I was gonna make is that. Um, Ant-Man is the next Marvel movie and then we have Captain Marvel and then we'll go back to Infinity War. We know Captain Marvel is going to take place in the 90s so it's kind of prequel to everything whereas Ant-Man, I feel like Ant-Man might end with him disappearing. You mean into the um, the one of the rounds? You mean into one of the um, rounds? No, like how everybody else dusted away I feel like Ant Man's gonna. That's how it's gonna and end it's gonna be about too. Last. Because, oh, yeah, okay. I feel. I just. I have a feeling. Unless, like, unless something. Because everything that's going on with Thanos and them, like, it, I just don't see them being like separated. However, if they do survive, and like my theory of every Phase Two and Phase Three character dying off or being dusted away is wrong then Ant-Man may play a big role in saving but, everybody or but it Wasp, makes, whoever. Because they might, they have to go join up. it makes sense that he might help because of what he can do because he can travel into like realms, right? Isn't that, because that's what we saw in the first yeah. Ant-Man film where he traveled into like mm-hmm. between worlds. So it kind of makes sense if that's yes. how they would actually get to Thanos is if they find a way for him mm-hmm. to, to, to take that, um, to take that thing mm-hmm. because he can travel through realities and so that's what I'm saying exactly. so I'm saying like Infinity War has to include all of them all of who's left because they can't yeah. kill off literally to kill off Ant-Man would also be a cheap shot because it's like it would be yeah. too it would be it would have been too predictable That and I, I had told my sister what they should have done is they should have never announced Black Panther getting a sequel before Infinity War came out they should oh, have yeah. announced it at, at Comic Con because Oh yeah. Right. So because like um, because my sister say okay maybe the um, Black Panther Part Two is about Shuri taking Shuri taking up the mantle, and I'm like mm, I'm that, like a it's point. a possibility, but mm-hmm. it, then it would be our then that would be like a really bad move on Marvel's part because we, then we would have only gotten mm-hmm. one MCU film with T'Challa, the one black male yeah. lead in Control, mm-hmm. right? Which. Yeah, which I think maybe we will see some action. Sherry will eventually oh, yeah, see some sure. action with she Amanda. Can. I just, I just, I feel like everybody, we know everybody's not gone for good. We know there's I'm a way to bring everybody back. The we know there's gonna be I'm thinking Carol is going to, they're going to yeah. reset the timeline. And so once yeah. her, once they, so Infinity War Part 2 is probably, if the timeline isn't set back with mm-hmm. um, Captain Marvel, the Infinity War Part 2 yep. is going to be a whole new timeline. 
Yeah, which again, that's the thing because we we're dealing with comic books, resetting timelines, parallel worlds, universes. This is all nothing is impossible. So I'm very confident in, like you said, if Ant Man doesn't dust away, then I feel like him and Wasp or him or Wasp will join up with the others and along with Carol because maybe we'll see a a part of like Captain Marvel make an appearance or a cameo in um, Ant Man. Man. Or Um, Ant-Man. Because she's going to be, she's going to definitely be in part two of Infinity War, but we have to be introduced to her. And that was that whole setup at the end where we see the beeper. So we are going to see her movie. So we get Ant-Man, Captain Marvel, then Infinity War part two in 2019. So it's kind of like, we're going to be going with, I think these next three movies are going to be telling us a lot of how this whole thing is going to go. Like, and that's why I think Ant-Man and Wasp may play these big roles working, not big, but you know what I mean? They're going to lend a yeah. hand if they're not if, dusted if away. Anything, so. Cause it's, it's literally not occurring to me. If as my theory of mm-hmm. strange traveling back into time to contact Carol, I'm wondering mm-hmm. is because he tells her what's going to happen. If mm. in her film, and that's why she left in her film, she meets up with Hank Pym. That and see, yes, because we know Hank was active in the nineties in um yeah. Shield for quite yeah. some time, and then he quit. Event and then he quit. But then, how do we not know that he kept, he still kept an eye out on people, exceptional people with powers? Yeah. So that's another one. We have Hank Pym, who was around during that time. So it's all about. I feel like nothing is out yeah. of the question with these movies and our theories could all like we could all, all theories could be right we could reset and see the first time that they actually do a parallel universe um but i guess we're just gonna have to wait a year which this is my biggest problem with movies that do part one and part two i hate part i hate big movies that do that because i hated it when they did it with hunger games but i know it makes sense with this movie it, it makes um, sense it's just I, my, my, I just hate I don't waiting, mind waiting. Because I said, like, coming up with theories, and so I was, I was mm-hmm. like, 90% right because everyone didn't die. I was actually surprised they all didn't die. I was like, what? I'm like, mm-hmm. happy you're alive? When I was, like, <laughs> yeah, when I caught, when it got to, like, Thanos, when he was knocking people out, and I'm like, all right, there's about 10 minute, more minutes left in this movie. And then when we start seeing Bucky, I'm like, oh, God, they're going to erase everybody who isn't like phase mm-hmm. one marvel and i was right i was just like yep this makes sense because we're gonna get the original avengers and they're gonna have to team up with hopefully whoever is left over maybe ant-man wasp maybe hawkeye will pop back up who knows my, my favorite hawkeye is the reason we're not same is that he works for hank pym as his personal security that he works yes. as his personal security that's, for him right so i'm thinking that's yes, why he did didn't we i'm thinking that's why they're not seeing him he's like he, after the battle after avengers and after um civil war he was like you know what you people are too are you people do not offer me enough health insurance for this i'm gonna go work for any for richard mm-hmm. i'm gonna go work for hank pym and be his personal bodyguard and that's what i'm gonna go and do so yep. which is why he, I I this swear. is how he played into um infinity war part two Right. Mm-hmm. No, I swear. I think we talked. I think we yeah, talked we about did. this before yeah. too on Twitter. And I was just like, I fi- I strongly believe Hawkeye will pop up in Ant Man, and we'll go yeah. from there. So, whew. And that I think you got any more theories? If not, we'll wrap um, up the theories and we'll go into the rating. My, my only my theories. Uh, my other. Th- I do. I have any more theories? I think the only thing I was thinking about is um. Yeah, they should have kept off the announcement for Black Panther Part 2 
until San Diego Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Like I know they were playing into the hype, yeah. but strategically, mm-hmm. that to me would have been better because then people would have really been wondering. Would've that would have been, been a crush. So when I saw that, I was like, I I gasped because of how it happened. Because yeah. he was like, "This is no place to die," and yeah. then I was like, "He's gonna." I'm like, "No." Um, yeah. But, so, yeah. but that's the only thing. So, yeah. So my other, so those are my theories, and um, because we don't know anything about a Doctor Strange Part Two, that I don't think that's been announced. But it might probably mm-hmm. get announced at San Diego Comic Con, right? And mm-hmm. we don't know yeah. anything about another Thor movie, which will probably get announced at San Diego Comic Con. And so, yeah. So yeah. those are my theories, and like as if, and yeah. So I had a lot that I liked, but there's a lot of things that I didn't like. And so the yeah. things that I didn't like are things that I'm focusing more on because of how bad the whole thing with Thanos and that whole love thing, like that, that really irks me. And yeah. yeah. Nope. That's about, yeah. So same here. I think my theories are all wrapped up. Um, I stand by the whole that we're on track with Dr. Strange's prediction or like, you know, his mm-hmm. version of the timeline that we win. Um, and just, what was I going to say? Yeah, the, like to wrap up, like what I don't like. I agreed. It was just I rather Thanos be this murderous um, person for the sake of it, not really have a righteous reasoning behind it, especially when your righteous reasoning involves yeah. genocide. Um, and I get it. His whole thing is like, but it's because it's all fair. It's no. rich or poor, and it's this or that. I'm like, but dude, you still you killing everybody. I I like I'm not gonna say I get it because I think that's what they want us to do. Is like no. Thanos, you you'll see no. he's a bad guy, but he's operating on a on a righteous level. I'm like nope. Nope, we're done. We're done. We're done with him. I don't care. He'll bite the dust and his head will just mm-hmm. get chopped off by the Stormbreaker. So, yeah. Just, I mean, that's what I don't like. I like, I did like seeing him knock the hell out of Tony. <laughs> um, and then, like, there's a, there's a bunch of other things I liked in this movie. I think it's just, again, we all have to, we all had our own expectations when we addressed it. I mean, when it was building up to it. So I think some of those expectations haven't been met. And that's why so many people are divided. And this is like something that took a long time to build up. So that's why some people I've seen some people who are like, oh, I hate it. Or like, oh, I love it. it. I'm like, it's just because like, yeah, I didn't. Hi- I-, I definitely can say I didn't hate it. I definitely can say. Um, well, before I go and say anything else, let's go into the ratings part of it. So <laughs> I think we're already in it. Um, yeah, I didn't hate it either. If I had to rank it amongst the Marvel movies I like, I love the most. It's not in my top three. It's not three. in my top five. I can and tell I mean, you it's that. because. Yeah. Oh yeah. Not, okay. We're taking top top five. No. And I think maybe it's because it's an it's an incomplete story. Like I really don't think I'll be able to give a complete rating on it until like yeah. we see part two. And again, this gave me feeling. You know, like when you saw. Did you see Justice yeah. League? It gave me the feeling of when you saw Justice League. Like, after I saw it, I was just like, wow, that, that was fast and that was over. But it's not. It's like a two and a half plus hour <laughs> long movie. Quick for me. Uh, yeah, but it, but it feels like it just was yeah. like a snap. And like, you And again, it's a th- it feels like a Thanos movie. But when I say like, oh, is it like the best movie you've, Marvel has ever made? I'm like, they made a really good movie. Um, it's tight. Like, it's in a, it has a beginning, middle, and kind of an ending. And then it's getting you ready for what's next. So I think it's good in that regard. But again, it's not one of my favorites. I would still say it goes Black Panther, Thor Ragnarok. Um... Captain America, Winter Soldier, 
And like again, this is probably like the sixth. I would I would rank it sixth yeah. in the Marvel universe. Yeah, I probably MCU put it movies. the same way. Um, I probably put it in this. Actually, no, because I put Civil War up in there too. So probably number seven for me. And mm-hmm. yeah, because oh, yeah, another War. thing is we didn't get enough of Cap. Yes, and that is another thing because we we okay. Sorry, last theory. There has to be a director's cut. And it probably won't come out until, like, mm-hmm. the other movie comes out, too. But there has to be a director's cut. Because there's a lot of parts we didn't see. And I don't care if it was them just, like, you know, trying to distract us. But Captain America probably only had, what, less than eight minutes of speaking yep. throughout the yep. entire movie. He did not say... He felt like a supporting character. Tony felt like a major character. And I'm just like, what is this and- balance? I need more tone. I need more Cap talking. We didn't have a big moving speech from Cap like yeah. I felt like we would have gotten. It's just this isn't the way Captain America and was gonna go, and that's and like, we didn't get enough interactions between him and T'Challa because, yeah. like, like that's that's another thing too. I'm like, where's all the scenes with him and T'Challa? Like, that's why. What I said, why didn't we I'm see like, any okay. scenes with them strategizing, discussing what the actual situation? Because all we saw was T'Challa saying, "Oh, the problem is coming," and literally that was it. We didn't hear them mm-hmm. making any battle plans. We didn't hear. We didn't see yep. them like saying who these people are. We didn't see any explanation of who Thanos was to T'Challa, mm-hmm. to like Shuri, any of that. Yep. I'm like, where's the rest of it? Yeah. So that's like I'm I'm a firm believer there is a director's cut of, of this. Maybe it's going maybe it's going to be three and a half hours, maybe it's going to be 4 hours. I'm going to watch it because I need there to be more story and more dialogue from certain yep. characters. And I get it why they couldn't put it all in there, but that is what was missing for me personally to say this was like one of the best movies is that we were missing dialogue oh, from yeah, no, major characters because we had got, all the freaking dialogue. They monologue so bloody much. I'm like, shut yeah. up. Like, I'm like, <laughs> so much talking. So much. And then, and Thor and Tony and like the Guardians really were like the yeah. main focus. And that's why, like, we didn't get much dialogue from the other people. Like, the ground team was based, their whole focus was fighting. And we didn't get, we just, we're not going to have that time with Cap until like they're recovering and regrouping and if making anything, a plan. This film should have been a Guardians film. Because there mm, wasn't yes. much of the Avengers to, to boot. Most of this yeah. happened in space a lot of it happened, yeah. it happened on titan and a lot of the references were references to guardians of the galaxy so this could have been a guardians film mm-hmm. uh because to call it avengers infinity war mm-hmm. i'm like but is it though yeah is it really no. an avengers film it's more it was it's more, more of a guardians film it was thanos <laughs> it was thanos yeah this should have been the guardians versus <laughs> this should have been titled guardians versus thanos like yeah, truly, truly. But I mean, like, again, we're not saying it was it's the worst far. movie. We're not saying it was a perfect <laughs> movie. It's just, again, it's one of those movies where you're go- there's more buildup and you have to you have to watch the next one. And I'm just I'm not like some people who are going to be like, I hated it and I'm never going to watch this again. I'm like, I'm going to watch them again. We're not talking about like a couple years. It's not, it's not anything that yeah. I'd be like yeah. if, if it was coming over on TV, I'm not going to switch to watch it like I would Iron Man or. Um, or Captain America, right? I'd be like, I'd actually yeah. think, but I'm like, do I feel like watching this right now? Probably not. <laughs> hey, mm-hmm. <laughs> true, true. But like we said, I think we now that we've seen it and everything, we know that. Um, part two is where all of our nerves will be and all of our edges will be snatched because that's where the real 
shit's yeah. gonna go down. Like that's where somebody big will actually <laughs> die. Cat, could that man deserve to retire on a farm with a dog and a and a, and a lady and some grandkids? That's what I want to see. <sighs> He I want deserves, to see a time jump. I want to see a time jump with him in a rocking chair on a farm with his labrador with his dogs see, running around with him playing with grandkids. I would be okay if the gauntlet, if he uses it, if he ends up being the one to use it, I will be completely okay with him if it aging him, but not killing aging him. Aging him how far? But like it's like it allows him to, to finally, finally age. Okay. It allows but doesn't him he age? I think it's just that he, like he ages to, like you mean like age in cute regular time because is he ages but Aging he ages like time. super slow but if he's like okay so for instance if we yes. the next if by the end he ages like 20 years so he like if he has Even the gray the, hair I mean, a sexy I mean, beard with like some gray and some salt and pepper up yeah. in there like if it if like old man logan that, that, yeah now <laughs> like that old man see, like he ages gracefully like gracefully and spectacularly yes. from there yes i would i'd be all about and that. he can and <laughs> And then, yes, and then he can just rest on his farm with his do- with his dogs and whatever. Which I mean, I don't know if you're looking for a he woman, I'm available. I know, right? No, he deserves <laughs> happiness. Like Steve, like to to kill him off would be like yeah. to me would be a disservice to that character because like he hasn't mm-hmm. really gotten to live, right? He and I know some people. I know like there are people oh who God, be saying, "Oh, but that, that, that's 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 to show that everyone can have a happy ending." But I'm like, if God damn it, if one person deserves a happy ending, is freaking Steve Rogers. Like, he does. Like that man is he, he tired. Been through He's it. tired. He's been fighting from the beginning. Like he, like to kill him off would be like they it'd be defrosted mean. him. They defrosted him and put him right into yeah, another war. Like, he deserves like, no, to rest. No, like to kill the because I saw someone say, "Oh, but if he dies, he like he like he could like we it would end off with him seeing Peggy in the afterworld." I'm like, no. Like, oh. do you people understand yeah, that I this know. man has only kissed two women in his life? One was Peggy, and the other one was his niece. Like, no, he deserves mm. better than that. Like, no. That man, he deserves. He deserves to, live to it travel. Up. So like, I just need them. Mm. Yeah, and not worry about another yes. war or another fight. He but just leave me out of it. Oh, I'm you know what? Just me out of it. Steve. He needs. Yeah, which is why I'm happy for like um, Chris Evans to be doing Broadway and doing stuff he wants. Because yeah, he needs a break. He deserves to just like not have to be Captain America for the next eight years anymore. He's perfect, but he yeah. needs his rest. So. Yeah, we'll prepare our feelings for that when that movie comes out. I think it's twenty. Yeah, because it's coming out next year. Thank God it's not yeah. twenty twenty. <laughs> I'd be upset. Well, now, so now that we've kind of given our long rank- rankings, because that was not easy to like rank it or rate it. Um, let's wrap it up. So, um, we don't really have much. Oh yeah, there was one thing we wanted to wrap up. So we just wanted to wrap up this episode by letting you guys know what we will be consuming. Um, that means basically what we're going to be watching and reading um, for the next month of May until our next episode. So if you guys are watching it along with us, you can follow along, watch the episodes. Um, also, don't be shy. Participate with us on Twitter if you see we're going to be tweeting about it. But. Carolyn, uh, if you want to just let the people know what are some things you're going to be watching, reading, or binging throughout the month of um, May? Um, yeah, we're in May. Okay, so for reading, right now I'm read, I'm going through the Expanse series written by James S.A. Corey, and I'm on book six, um, Babylon's mm-hmm. Acids. 
um, Ashes, sorry. And it's a great book series. It's very in-depth. Like, it's very detailed. The politics are very is very complex. The space, um, the space exploration and the character developments are really, really well done. And I'm also watching the show. It shows every Sunday night at 9. Wrong? I'm wrong. Every Wednesday at 9 on Space in Canada and Sci-Fi in the States. Um, so I'm watching the show, reading the books. And then after I'm finishing that, after I finish Babylon's Ashes, I'll be reading Kindred by Octavia Butler. Yeah, I'll be reading Kindred okay. by Octavia Butler. And I'm not sure what book I'm going to read after that. I might probably get the book number seven in the Expanse series because I'm trying to finish them before summer. That was my personal challenge. And because um, mm-hmm. um, book eight came out at the end of last year, um, which was Nemesis Games. Um, yeah. So that's it. And for TV, I was watching Into the Balance, but my last episode that I watched will be the one that showed this Sunday night because something happened and I was like, nope, peace out. I'm done. And, <laughs> and so I'm not sure. I've been watching a few things on Netflix. Oh, I've been also watching The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel on Amazon Prime. It's a comedy. Okay. It's very interesting. So that's very good. And I'm going to be binging American Gods because I haven't finished season one. Yes! We'll have something yes, to talk so about. Yes, I'll be binging. I mean, we'll have things to yeah, talk I'll about. i binging regardless. American Gods. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm so excited for you to start American Gods. I was love that was such yeah, a great show. I started show. it, but I didn't finish um, it because Laura Moon was pissing me off. Yeah. Oh, I get it. I know. She's a cancer. <laughs> but I won't get into it. We will talk about that. That'll be one of the things we make a priority to talk about because I don't know if the new series, the new season will drop by the time we mm. record again, but we can at least kind of talk about um, season one that yeah. you're catching up on together until then. So, as for me, I am currently reading, I always read manga. Um, that's just a common thing. I'm one of the ones that I'm constantly reading at this time is the promised Neverland. And it is about children that grow up on an orphanage. They're being raised and they have a caregiver named mama. And the thing about it is the children find out that they are actually being raised to be sold off to demons, to be eaten as their food. Man, some of these mangas are so deep, so dark. (laughs) I can't hand, I can't help it. I like fantasy, but then like I like a, I like a dark twist of fantasy. But then the children figure out a way to fight back, and then they're learning how to like escape. I'm way you're, you're into it. Like down. I'm like, oh, can you hear me now? Is it mine? Technical difficulties. One second. <laughs> can you hear me yeah, now? Yeah, a little bit. Okay, cool. So we, um, just, yeah, so that's kind of the premise of that manga where it is, um, that's what's going on. That's something I read all the time. I'm also reading Attack on Titan. I'm all caught up with that. So I'm just like patiently waiting for the next chapter of that to drop each month. Um, I'm reading Mr. Miracle. That is Tom King's and Mitch Jurid's um, latest run. It's amazing. If you like Big Barda and I'm, Mr. Miracle from I, like the, yeah. the old. <clears throat> I might start reading it because that's yeah. the one, the film. <clears throat> That Evan DuVernay is mm-hmm. going to be directing for DC, right? So yes. I'm probably going to try and see if I can get a couple runs. But I, I have a while, right? Because like, the mm-hmm. film is going to be up for probably like two years. So it's probably going to come in 2020. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I would definitely recommend it if you want a comic book that doesn't, a DC comic book that doesn't bring in Superman mm. or Batman. If you just want something that's a standalone on yeah. those characters, read um, Mr. Miracle by Tom King. And I mean, it's amazing and it's a great time. And it's I love Big Barda and Mr. Miracle because they're adorable. And they're like this, ha- they're this married couple that deal with the real shit. But like, they're also like, there's aliens from another world that's fighting against yeah. dark side and they have their own issues still and i won't go into it too much because i feel like i could talk about it all day so there's that for reading for watching things i am watching what am i watching oh i'm catching up on season two of preacher mm. so i'm gonna finish wrapping that up i am also watching steven universe because i need joy and funny <laughs> things in my life that they also deal with emotions so i have to have something that balances out my dark fantasy yeah. side <laughs> so i need i need steven universe and also for fun i just found craig of the creek it is adorable it is cute and i love it because it shows this little black boy and he likes to just go to the creek with his friends and he has adventures and it's adorable and his family is so just like authentic like you can tell somebody black (laughs) created this cartoon i just i love it because like there's one part where his grandma gives him a hug and it's like oh you smell like outside i'm like ah that's my (laughs) nana so it is such a good show y'all um but yeah and then that's uh, I feel like that's about it for me. I might eventually finish up Kimmy Schmidt. I'm still on season three in Netflix, but I've just got tired of Kimmy and I miss Titus. So I'll probably finish that up eventually. And I think that's it. But another thing is, if there's anything you guys have suggestions for us to watch or to read, don't be shy to tell us on Twitter. You can follow us at, let me just pull that up because I'm not prepared or professional. <laughs> um, you can follow us. Our Twitter handle for the show, for our show is, it is at SHWH underscore pod. That is, so here's what happened pod so you can hear us and you can follow us and everything we'll let you guys give we'll give all the information there about what the show is going to be about and then we'll also keep you updated on things we're watching on the twitter too so just follow us and engage with us over there and you know we're not shy it's both me and carolyn uh, managing it so we just look forward to trying out this new show and yeah so without further ado, I think that's just about everything I had to say, Carolyn. Oh, before we leave, Carolyn, do you want to let the people know where um, they can, can find you? You can find me on Twitter at Carrie C-N-H, want to, um, and I like tweet a lot. So you'll probably be seeing tweets from me um, for a show that I host on Saturday nights called Saturday Night Sci-Fi. So it starts every Saturday night mm-hmm. at 10 p.m. Eastern time, and we do various um, sci-fi shows. And sometimes it's a film, and sometimes it's a show. We might watch a few episodes of a show. And you're welcome to joining anytime. We Sometimes we can take suggestions, and it has to be something that people in Canada and the U.S. can watch, or if you have DVD, or if it's mm-hmm. um, something that's streamable online. And also, I will be starting back my Nerds for Tunes um, live tweet, which tweet, tweet. tweet. <laughs> uh, so I'll be starting that back soon. So look out for announcements for that. I like, I like, I like to do threads on Twitter. So I tweet a lot. People think it's weird, but I'm like, Hey, my peaks are on Twitter. So that's where I am. So I tweet a lot. I tweet about shows, about film, about, um, 
cultural stuff, random stuff. So you can look for myself there on Twitter. And also I'm a writer. So if there's any editors listening to this, if anyone needs anyone to like tweet films or TV shows, hit me up. Uh, you know, a girl would like to get paid. And um, yes. so, yeah, that's it. Great. And then you can find me at L-A underscore N-E-Y underscore S-H-A. That is Lanisha on Twitter. And yeah, I, I pretty much stay over there tweeting about anime. I'm not a writer. I'm not as well versed as uh, Carolyn is. I like just talking about things with other good. people and reading things <laughs> and reading things by awesome writers like Carolyn. So hire yes, her. Um, but yeah. <laughs> So that's where you guys can find us. And again, you can find the the show over on Twitter. Also, we'll drop our links in the show notes. I think that's just, oh, one more thing. We will be starting a Patreon soon that will help to fund this podcast, but also the other podcasts speak on it because we feel that there's ways we can make the show better for you guys. And we would like to do that. And if one way we might be able to reward our patrons would be shouting you guys out by name on the podcast. If that's something you're interested in, let us know Mm -hmm. on Twitter. And I think that's about it. I know I say that a lot when I record, so, (laughs) but we're good. So without further ado, we're going to head out and you guys go see Avengers Infinity War and also let us know your own thoughts when you go see it. Thanks. Bye. Guys, beep beeps. Bye. Bye.